Today, we know that eating a plant-based diet is a powerful way to achieve good health. What are the benefits when you consume plant-based foods? You reduce your risk of heart disease and stroke, lower your blood pressure and cholesterol levels, have better blood sugar control, have healthy weight maintenance, and lower your risk of various cancers. You have more power over your health than what you've been told. This is the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast. I'm Maya Acosta, and I'm passionate about finding healthy lifestyle solutions to support optimal human health. If you're willing to go with me, together we can discover how simple lifestyle choices can help improve our quality of life and increase longevity in a big way. Let's get started. Friends, today I have Dr. Judy Brangman, and I hope that I pronounce that I found out that most deaths in the United States are preventable and related to diet. I was surprised that medical schools do not push nutrition education in their programs. Some say that people on the street know more about nutrition than their physicians. And the standard American diet is composed mainly of processed and animal-derived foods. The solution is to incorporate a whole food plant-based diet. And in this episode, I talk about how to get started. As always, full bios and show notes for each of my episodes are found on the website, healthylifestylesolutions.org. Hello, everyone. I am Maya Acosta, a health and wellness coach passionate about improving my quality of life and supporting you along the way. Before we get started on today's topic, I'm sharing what I've been up to this month. We are only a little over a week into January, and I've been decluttering my home. I started with my kitchen and eventually ended up in my home office. Every once in a while, I need to let go of things that no longer serve a purpose and reorganize my spaces to become more functional. This process allows me to think more clearly and allows more energy to flow easily. If you are decluttering, remember that you can donate your items to thrift stores and food pantries. There is a woman's shelter that I like supporting in my area. They help women get back on their feet after they've suffered hardships. Please don't throw away your clothes. Donate them to your local thrift store. So I'm also working on potential partnerships to support my podcast. I recently shared that while I have been podcasting for four years, I do not benefit financially or even cover my expenses for running a podcast. I pay out of my pocket to run this show. This year, I plan to create mutually beneficial partnerships so that I can continue to maintain my podcast. Many people need to learn the cost of running a podcast. And right now I'm hearing a lot of people are interested and excited about starting their own podcast. But for me, it's about a couple of thousand dollars a month to keep this project going. And the expenses include hosting sites, editing sites, hosting a website, a newsletter. I use some AI, artificial intelligence services, AI services, and of course, a team that helps me to edit my content. So it is a full-time job and not easy for one person to run. So you do need to spend money on running the show. So that's something I'm working on. You may have noticed that from time to time, a podcast ad will run during my episodes. And these podcasts that I want to advertise on my show are what I'm comfortable promoting. I also enjoy 
podcast. I also enjoy exploring podcasts and subscribing to other shows. So I wouldn't recommend anything to you that I myself would not listen to. Also, I previously told you that I'm starting a woman's support group. And I've also had ladies sign up already. And I'm so excited. So if you're interested in joining my private tribe, click on the link below. I will also include in the show notes, but it's bit a short link is bit bit dot ly forward slash Maya's tribe. And I'll contact you for more details about it. I'm basically bringing women together to support one another in health. And I recap this in a prior episode. But last year, I really enjoy bringing health experts to speak about women's health. From the American College of Lifestyle Medicine, I'm part of the Women's Health Interest Group. And so I brought experts to talk about everything from menopause to pregnancy to OBGYN topics, PMS, PCOS. And I want to continue to support you, my female listener. And the best way to do it too is for us to be more interactive. So my women's group is going to be about that, us talking about the topic, sharing experiences. Have we noticed improvement in our own health? You know, I talk about how I'm not even having menopausal symptoms because of the diet that I now have adopted. So I would love for us to continue to create that community. I'm excited about it. Okay, finally, If you're familiar with the website called feedspot.com, it's a site that has directories of podcasts and other like blogs and other content, and they rate the shows from time to time. And under the plant-based foods podcast, they have a list of the top 15 podcasts in that category. And I was recently rated in the number five spot. Yay! I've been really consistent, especially over the course of last year, really consistent in providing two episodes a week and really working hard in providing new content. And so I'm really excited to see that. If you haven't listened to prior episodes or you're not familiar with my content, I'm going to reiterate some of the statistics and content that I've shared because I continue to have new listeners join all the time. So let's get started. The state of our health and lack of nutrition education is a cause for concern. With 6 in 10 Americans having a chronic disease and nearly 400,000 lives lost to heart disease each year, it's clear that we need to make dietary changes to restore our health. But only a quarter of medical schools offer a single course in nutrition, leaving many patients and physicians needing more nutrition knowledge. Today's episode discusses the alarming statistics about our health and what a whole food plant-based diet could do to improve it. We also provide tips on how to get started with this lifestyle change. Don't take another step towards poor health. Stay tuned to learn how to maximize your health with a plant-based diet and how to restore it. Most deaths in the United States are preventable and related to what we eat. Our diet is the number one cause of premature death and the number one cause of disability. Surely diet must also be the first thing taught in medical schools, right? Nope. Only a quarter of medical schools offer a single course in nutrition. According to a 2011 publication in the Journal of Gerontology, an analysis of mortality and morbidity concluded that we live longer than a generation ago. This is good news. However, we are living fewer healthy years than we did before. Let's take a look at some of these statistics. Like I said, 6 in 10 Americans have chronic disease. 4 in 10 Americans have two or more chronic diseases. 
38% of Americans will be diagnosed with cancer during their lifetime. Half of all Americans have cardiovascular disease. One in three Americans have prediabetes. That's about 88 million Americans. 34 million people live with type 2 diabetes, and 72% of Americans live with obesity or being overweight. Again, but of all of these, the number one killer is heart disease. Heart disease claims nearly 400,000 lives every year. My husband, Dr. Rizwan Bukhari, is a vascular surgeon specializing in removing plaque from clogged arteries. Most of his patients have advanced atherosclerosis, a devastating disease that robs people of their quality of life. And many of his patients spend the last 10 to 15 years of their lives trying to manage their disease. While smoking and living a sedentary life can significantly contribute to atherosclerosis, diet is the most significant contributor to this plaque buildup. Most of us who are raised on a standard American diet, and that includes me, ate burgers, pizzas, hot dogs. Well, we have fatty deposits in the walls of our arteries. This plaque buildup is called atherosclerosis or hardening of the arteries. The buildup happens over decades. The American Heart Association's Lives Simple 7 program allows you to check your heart health score online, and you would provide your weight, your height, weekly physical activity, and smoking status. Then you answer how much you consume weekly, including fruit, vegetables, grains, fish, sugar, and salt. If you know your blood pressure, cholesterol, and blood sugar levels, you'll also include them to receive your heart health score. I will add a link in the show notes. This Life Simple 7 program addresses seven risk factors that can be improved with lifestyle changes in order to achieve ideal cardiovascular health. According to the author of How Not to Die, Dr. Michael Greger, by adhering to these lifestyle changes, you may be able to wipe out 90% of your risk of developing diabetes, more than 80% of your risk of developing a heart attack and cut half of your risk of having a stroke and reduce your overall risk of cancers by more than a third. Earlier, I mentioned that according to a recent national survey, only a quarter of medical schools offer a single course in nutrition. As a result, six out of seven graduating doctors felt physicians were inadequately trained to counsel patients on a diet. Another study found that everyday people on the streets knew more about nutrition than their physicians. How often have you gone to your doctor and asked for nutrition information or recommendations on what you should eat? In case you're wondering what the standard American diet looks like, here's a snapshot. 63% of food is refined and processed. 25% is animal-based, such as meat, fish, chicken, dairy, and eggs, which contain high levels of saturated fat and dietary cholesterol. 12% of all of that is plant-based, and of the 12%, 6% of those foods happen to be processed plant-based foods. Those are the vegan junk foods that we talk about. 6% are whole, unprocessed plant-based foods. Those are the foods that you sort of find in the produce section of your grocery store. They're the foods that have not really been touched. Today, we know that eating a plant-based diet is a powerful way to achieve good health. What are the benefits when you consume plant-based foods? You reduce your risk of heart disease and stroke, 
lower your blood pressure and cholesterol levels, have better blood sugar control, have healthy weight maintenance, and lower your risk of various cancers. The solution then is to restore your health by incorporating a whole food plant-based diet. And here are the steps that you need to follow for optimal health. Number one is to maximize your intake of whole plant-based foods. Number two, minimize your intake of processed and animal-derived foods. And number three, just incorporate a whole plant-based diet along the way. So let's look at number one. Maximizing your intake of whole plant-based foods is an essential step to restoring your health and reducing your risk of chronic diseases. Whole plant-based foods include fruit, vegetables, legumes, grains, nuts, and seeds. These are the foods that are rich in antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, and fiber, and have been shown to lower cholesterol, blood pressure, and inflammation levels. Aim to fill half of your plate with fruits and vegetables, a quarter of it with whole grains, and the remaining quarter with protein-rich foods like beans, nuts, and seeds. Adding more plant-based foods to your diet can help you reach optimal health and reduce your risk of chronic diseases. In last week's episode, I introduced my practical tips guide. It's a guide that I put together for you, which includes an image of a whole plant-based plate and it lists the recommended foods. So if you want a copy of that, go to bitbit.ly forward slash Maya's practical tips. I'll include that in the show notes. In addition to helping you reach optimal health, whole plant-based foods have been shown to positively affect the environment. A plant-based diet has much lower carbon footprint than other diets, requiring fewer resources to produce. Furthermore, a plant-based diet can reduce the pollution created by livestock production. By eating more plant-based foods and reducing your risk of animal-derived foods, you can help the environment. Finally, the cost of whole plant-based foods is oftentimes lower than other diets unless you're buying them processed, which of course are going to cost a lot more. Fruits and vegetables, legumes, grains, nuts and seeds are all much cheaper than animal-derived products, meaning that you can eat a healthy and nutritious diet while saving money. So my dad is not willing to give up his meat. But he recently told me that he and his wife have to reduce their intake of meat and eggs because these foods are costing a lot more these days. So he playfully said to me that he will be eating more plant-based foods. Furthermore, it's often easier to find whole plant-based foods in grocery stores and farmers markets, meaning that you can start eating healthier while supporting your local economy. I will be creating grocery tour videos to talk about navigating the grocery store so that you can get more nutrition for the least amount of money. And number two, like I said, minimize your intake of processed and animal-derived foods. The first step is to become aware of what you're eating. So reduce your intake of animal-derived foods such as meat, fish, poultry, dairy, and eggs, which are high in saturated fat and cholesterol. Most people eat most of their meals at fast food joints and restaurants. On top of that, you have to consider restaurants add additives and preservatives such as MSG to flavor their foods, and these are not good for our health. On the contrary, whole unprocessed plant-based foods are low in salt, sugar, and unhealthy fats. There are foods that are close to their natural state. For example, a whole sweet potato in the grocery store's produce section is a better option than canned soup containing sweet potato and other ingredients. That soup is probably loaded with sodium and other preservatives. Instead, 
try learning how to make your own delicious sweet potato soup. Fruits and vegetables are packed with phytonutrients, which can help reduce the risk of chronic illnesses such as heart disease and cancer. Legumes, nuts, and whole grains are excellent sources of fiber, protein, and essential vitamins and minerals. So again, eating various plant-based foods will help ensure that you get the essential nutrients that your body needs. Also, what I love about this lifestyle is that we return to preparing our home meals. We get the family involved in preparing delicious and healthy meals. We sit down at the dining table and we eat together as a community. So enjoy your meals. Eat slowly and savor every bite. We are not only eating for pleasure, we are nourishing our bodies with food that will help us heal. Eating mindfully can help you enjoy your food and recognize when you are full. Incorporating a whole food plant-based diet into your lifestyle is a powerful way to achieve good health. Getting started on a whole food plant-based diet can be intimidating, so it's essential to have a plan. First, start by slowly incorporating more plant-based foods into your meals, and this could mean trying out new vegan recipes, adding more vegetables to your plate, or replacing animal proteins with plant proteins. Next, try to replace processed foods with whole grains, legumes, nuts, and seeds. With a bit of planning and effort, you can easily start to incorporate a whole food plant-based diet into your lifestyle. Another way to make the transition to a whole food plant-based diet easier is to find a supportive community. There are many online and in-person groups dedicated to helping people transition to plant-based eating. Connecting with other plant-based eaters can give you motivation, tips, and recipes to make plant-based eating enjoyable and sustainable. And again, this is why I'm putting together Maya's Tribe, a group of women supporting women. Also, eating a variety of whole plant-based foods, avoiding processed and animal-derived foods, and incorporating more fiber into your diet can all help you achieve optimal health. It may seem intimidating, like I said, but with a little bit of planning and effort, you can easily start to reap the incredible health benefits of a plant-based diet. Don't wait any longer, my friend. Start today. Unlock your health potential. So. I'd love to hear how you have incorporated whole plant-based foods into your lifestyle if you're plant-curious and haven't started or whatever you'd like to share about your journey. Please leave me a comment. You can also leave me a voicemail. I have a link in the show notes. I would love to hear from you about this. And I hope that you found this episode to be beneficial. As always, my friends, thank you for being a listener. You've been listening to the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast with your host, Maya Acosta. If you've enjoyed this podcast, do us a favor and share with one friend who can benefit from this episode. Feel free to leave us an honest review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us to spread our message. Thanks for listening.